The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org.
Hey, AJ. Hey, Kristen. Hi, how are you doing, Hello. Hello. I'm doing pretty well. Good. We'll give it a few more minutes before we get started. Um, everyone indicated availability for today's meeting, but not everyone responded to the invite. Um, oh, cool.
I think we should we wait two minutes and then begin. What do you think? It's just yeah. see. That's fine. Okay, I received a text from Lucy. She said she's traveling, so she won't be able to join. Um, so I guess we can get started. It can be pretty informal in this meeting um, since there's no, we'll know if there's any attendees, uh, if people are listening or watching. Um, and right now there aren't any. So um, if anyone shows up, we could open up for public comment. Um, otherwise, you can just move through. Uh, just. Uh, do like a quick kind of uh, like around the screen roll call. Do you just need us and where we're in, where we're calling from? Is that yes. still? Okay. Okay. Hannah, I'm here calling from Ann Arbor. Hi, Richa. I'm calling from Ann Arbor. Zachariah calling from Ann Arbor. AJ from Ann Arbor calling in from AJ calling in from Ann Arbor. Great, thanks everyone. Is it okay if I facilitate? Uh, just make sure we're going through what I proposed on the agenda and then of course add what anyone else wants to talk about. So broadly, I thought we could start by revisiting the tenant education section of the work plan. I think we had all, like, I don't know who all responded to the larger survey that was circulated shortly after our first or second meeting, but we summarized some priorities and I think Zach and Gail got together and further categorized them into a few broad topics. So. There was a section for tenant education. And then the next thing that I thought we could talk about is like what resources we can pull this information from, the things that we want to educate tenants on. Uh, the third piece is discussing what's already there, like locally at the Michigan state level, maybe what other states are also doing. So what's already been done so that we, because we probably do not have to start from scratch. And then what are the new contributions that we could make? And I don't think all of these questions can be answered today, but 
it's I just feel like it's possible that we go through some of these things and realize there's some things unique to Ann Arbor that aren't that we could talk about and could share like easy easily accessible links for so the tenants in future can click and educate themselves uh, then maybe we talk about formats like we know that apparently the city has distributed postcards in the past uh, we don't of course all of this depends on like you know the budget that will be available but i was just thinking that we could talk about materials that we could potentially circulate as physical copies what could be done digitally uh, and then you know what would funding look like what resources do we have what's realistic and then just like you know maybe divide some labor uh, uh, figure out our next steps uh, i know it sounded like a lot but uh, if there's uh, i guess as we go one by one we can just prioritize it, do you feel like i'm missing anything uh, big here Okay, if not, we, we could start with the work plan. I'd posted a link in the agenda Google Doc, but uh, I have a Word document. I think I can share my screen, it looks like. Let me try. Yeah. Awesome, thank you. Okay, so this is the work plan draft, and I see that we have Legislation is one big topic. Commissioner education, which sounds like research to me, for us, and then there's tenant education. Uh, so we've written, we've previously discussed improving online resources, improving, the, creating and improving newer resources specific to recent legislation, uh, improving things specifically related to rights. So I around violations, rights, and any new laws that are being implemented. What do you all, like what are your first impressions as we look at this or what else do you think we could include here that's not already in this document? I think that creating any resources is one step or compiling resources that already exist is one step, but then distributing them is another. And uh, one without the other doesn't make any sense and isn't effective. So distribution, kind of like at getting resources out to people uh, in a digestible way is pretty important. I know it's not listed there. Be that, I don't know if that's an advertising campaign or if it's going through organizations that already exist and asking them to share it on. Um, okay. Anna, AJ, do you have any thoughts on what's in here? Uh, do you feel like there's anything else within tenant education? we should be thinking about um, nothing additionally occurs to me at this moment no no nothing additional i think it's a good place to start and i agree about um like distribution plans going hand in hand with these so um yeah 
to decide whether that means like what should be printed versus what can be mailed versus what can we work with like the communications department on and yeah. And even this might apply to the distribution, but um, Zachariah and I talked about like opportunities to present at meetings. We were specifically talking about campus groups when we chatted, but like, I think that could also go in terms of distribution, um, speaking at local orgs and stuff. In a side note, just so everyone, so all of you know, uh, there's a, one of the student governments on campus, LSA student government, um, is doing a tabling, attendance education tabling event this Thursday. And I'm going to be there uh, as is a lawyer from the U of M Law Clinic, where they offer free uh, legal services to people. Um, it's kind of like student legal services, but the law clinic isn't just for students, it's for other people as well. Uh, and it's this Thursday in Haven Hall from 5 to 10 p.m. Just so you guys know, if anybody's interested, let me know because, you know, we can have a couple more commissioners there. Zach, do you know what topics are going to be discussed at, at that meeting? Well, it's just like a tabling event. So uh, we're just hopefully going to be handing out some resources. I don't think it's been finalized what exactly we'll be handing out to people who pass by. And okay. we'll also be trying to hear from tenants. Um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, Zachary, I'm, well, I have like a 24 hour exam all day Thursday or else I would say I can join, but um, especially if that goes well or just when you wanna do it again, I'd love to join for the next one. Yeah, sorry about that. I, um, that seemed to be the, literally the only time that the, the space was available. <laughs> that is for, fine. For next. Semester. Cool. Thank you. Good luck on your exam. Zach, do you think that reminds me since you talked about tabling? Um, there was some information that you, Hannah, and Kristen would have gathered when you would at the Green Fair as well, right? I I just found that summary note. Um, is it okay if I share my screen again? It, maybe there's something in here that's linked to what's already in our work plan and it's just more detailed. So, okay, here, oops. So there's, I'll leave it up here for a minute or so and if something sticks out, uh, we can talk about it.
Well, that's interesting. I um, I do remember one thing related to education that we kept on hearing, um, and I would ask the question is that uh, to, I think just about everybody who stopped by was had they received um, their booklets, their rights and duties, rights and duties of tenant, attendance booklets. Um, and most, uh, I think that most people that I talked to that night had not received it from their uh, current landlord. So that seems like it's, you know, those booklets seem like a good way to educate people, but if it's not being distributed properly as, you know, according to the law, then I don't, I don't know. Also, they are out of date. Thanks, Zach. So I think before this green fair, Christina told us that these the rights and duties handbook is available at the at, is it the city clerk's office? Yes. Yep. Um, from the second floor of city hall in the clerk's office for free. Yeah, that seems like an enforcement thing, also. If landlords are supposed to hand it out, maybe a conversation to be had with landlords. It, it sounds like, I don't know if it is a clear violation, but uh, if our tenant education is like in the work plan, it was in, put into three categories, like digital stuff around violations, new laws and rights. Some of it, so I, I oops. From what I see here, and what you said, Zach, I see that uh, people are talking about fee transparency. Uh, like it's unclear what fees are actually owed to the landlord and what is just like extortion, for lack of a better word. So that sounds like rights somewhere, uh, knowing your rights, like what, what do I have to pay? And anything beyond that is probably not necessary. I see something around predatory deposits. Uh, rent what happens to rent payments if you're evicted i don't fully understand what says bound to rent after eviction so perhaps you've been you've had to vacate your apartment but you're still having to you're still liable to pay that's i mean i'm not too sure but it looks like there's a lot around rights and maintenance i see maintenance in a couple of places also like how do you hold your landlord accountable for maintenance uh, there's something around legal advice so I think, Zach, what you mentioned with the LSA and the tabling seems like a very good way, and maybe we should have more of that. Um, I saw something about green initiatives as well. I don't know how much of that we can work on. It's just supporting tenant participation in green initiatives. So um, yeah, a lot of other things sound more like legislative, like if we have laws around, if there's like pet policies to be changed, like that seems like a bigger thing that tenant education can address. Uh, oh, there's also en energy audits, owner accountability. So yeah, maintenance again. Um, so what I, looking at this, it seems like the way I see it, we could also, I guess, in some way map out like what falls under different categories like when someone like we've broadly said rental housing violations here so are there specific links or specific sections of the housing code that might be helpful to tenants 
similarly for rights, uh, we know the handbook exists, uh, things like that. So my next question in the, in the agenda was where we could possibly pull some of this information from. Uh, so if there's questions of violations, questions of new ordinances, rights, what are the resources that we are aware of that we could pull from? Or if we if they're not there, like who do we think we can talk to to compile like for some like expert insights or something? That's a question for everyone. Yeah, Zach. Uh, well, the handbook covers some major things. Um, like tenant rights, but there are other state level rights that I think it doesn't necessarily cover. And the, uh, I'm aware of two guides that seem pretty relevant. Um, one is from the Michigan legislature. Let me see. Uh, yeah, it was released la October 21. I don't know if there's a 20, 2022 version of this as well. Um, regarding, I think it's, let's see what the name is, a practical guide for tenants and landlords. And there's also a We the, uh, another guide from an organization called We the People, which is a Michigan-based organization. Um, and that is called Michigan Tenants Know Your Rights. So it seems like there are some Know Your Rights uh, materials out there for tenants um, that are up very updated, that are state level. So if there's any way that we could maybe take the most important things from that, and put in some the, some of the city level, um, city specific information. That would be great. Okay, thanks, Zach. Another website that comes to mind is Michigan Legal Help. I don't know who is who creates and compiles this information. I need to read up more about Michigan Legal Help, but they have some resources on housing, um, things like security deposit help. Am I being, I'm just reading off their website. There's some, it's like FAQs or something. I'm being evicted for non-payment of rent. I'm having trouble getting my landlord to make repairs. I'm being evicted uh, because my landlord wants to recover possession of my home. Uh, there's information for subsidized housing. But again, this is state level. Uh, I just wanted to say that they also have some stuff. And Zach, you're right. Even I looked at We The People Michigan. Um, I know that the Housing Commission has put out like one-off graphics on Twitter. Maybe they, they do it in their newsletters if it exists, but they have some kind of like tenant education materials, very issue specific. Uh, but I will pause here. Hannah and AJ, in your experience, like what, and even Zach, like, where would you look to like have for like rights stuff? Is it something you've learned over time just by being a tenant in different cities? Uh, is it usually a web search? Is it like talking to other tenants or student like, lawyers? Like what's the, how do you typically figure out? what your rights are and how to navigate? Well, personally, 
most of my experience, in fact, all of my experience would be prior to Ann Arbor since I'm somewhat new here. And I've typically relied on local, local resources, primarily online, um, usually city-based. Um, and I think in some instances, actually landlords did volunteer either copies of documents that exist or references to websites that I could go to to actually be you know, aware of what my rights are. And so I don't have any specific experience in terms of actually researching it myself, going to local and state resources to actually dig in and, and get additional information. Yeah, I definitely have dug in. I think the distinction, not distinction, just the addition of like state and local is really important. I think a lot of people don't know that, like what, um, that it's like an added, like, cause I would always look up my state tenant rules and not realizing that like there are municipal rules and like that can be very confusing for me and I'm in law school and I know like a lot of law school friends who like only hear about stuff from word of mouth especially about our new ordinances so like I mean ooh, I think a web search yeah I don't know if that applies to like everyone at all but um it would be nice if it could just be, it feels like all the information is out there, except maybe on our new ordinances where we're working on enforcement rules and everything in the rest of the commission. I feel like it would be really nice if it was like a packet of materials um, that can be like in person and that packet like lives on the website too that compiles like all of this can be linked for CSG, like state and local maintenance fees, deposit. Yeah, which is like, I know our what we're doing, but- yeah, I just like want the compilation. I feel like I'm always looking at like state and local separately and it would be really nice together. Thank you, that sounds great. Uh, Kristen? Um, I wanted to add that in my experience as a renter, sometimes I'm looking for information like while something is happening, like you're dealing with something with your landlord. Um, or your apartment and it's hard to kind of digest like chapter 105 sometimes to find out what's really so Hannah what you said about um, packet I think would be really helpful with some like kind of like the main issues that can happen to renters and it kind of just like spelled out Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Richa. Okay. Um, if we create, if we post uh, city-specific rules and ordinances uh, on the website, which I think we should do, at least the most recent ones, right to renew an ELO amendment, um, the current, the the amended ELO rather. Um, I think that there should be a breakdown of what it means in like plain English because. Uh, as you pointed out, Kristen, it can be really confusing. Um, so yeah, as wherever possible, I think having nice descriptions. I think if we were to just link to the michiganlegalhelp.org, uh, the housing section, that actually would not be a bad idea because this looks like a, a really good resource. Thank you. Thanks, Kristen. Since you mentioned Chapter 105, that's something that I didn't put in the agenda. Like that's one resource that we would, like that's 
kind of like the source material in some ways. And we would have to simplify some of that uh, if we want. I mean, I feel like I need to also understand the whole, like whole of chapter one of I better myself. So in terms of resources that do exist as the housing code, which is online. Um, if it's okay, I want to just open the housing code as well. Um, Can I ask a question, Zach and, and Richa, you both refer to um, state documents that exist. Are those consistent? I'm familiar with the renters, right? The, the tenants laws. In fact, uh, when I did lease a home here in Ann Arbor, my, 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 the owner actually did physically give me a copy of it and I read it at that time. Are the other documents consistent with that format, and does it cover the same docu uh, same topics, or is it uh, are there in fact more specific laws that are included in state documents? Not having seen those, I'm just kind of curious. Is it is it a lot of legalese, or is it? Uh, I found the tenant book to be actually fairly you know, fairly, for, fairly forward and, and easy to follow. I'm just kind of curious references to state and other municipal documents, what they're like. Well, I think that uh, the We the People document, which is for state, you know, statewide use, um, it's very much in plain English, uh, very easy to understand, but I don't think it goes quite as in depth on as many issues as some of at least the one from the state legislature from the state government that one theirs is a little more kind of tending toward legalese i think i haven't full i haven't read through the whole thing it's a lot longer it's 68 pages hmm. and the city booklet um handbook uh which if you don't have a copy um I, I have like a bunch of them right now and I can mail one to you or I could drop one off at your house. Just let me know. <laughs> Obviously you can also get it at City Hall, but- Yeah, I can pick uh, one up. Okay. I may even have my old one actually if it hasn't been really? updated, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one I thought was was pretty understandable, um, my opinion. I'm wondering if it could be like, and this is hard because I, I, this is so much easier with an online resource. And I really, I feel strongly that it shouldn't just be an, an online resource, even though I would use it as online. I feel like um, if it could be easy, like go here for eviction, and then it could link to we the people for their section there and ours, whatever like digestible description we come up with. Or like, I feel like headings by section would be important or headings by topic and be like, go here for state, go here for local, maybe. That's just an organizational idea because of what Kristen said. Like people look this up when they have an issue. That's the only reason I have before joining this commission too. Um, and then I don't know how we do that with printouts because unless we just said like current as of X, which I guess is all you can do with legislation. Yeah, I think if we're going to be linking uh, resources, I think that's a great idea to have statewide resources and then link a couple websites. And then underneath that, have citywide resources. Um, I can think of three important um, laws regarding tenancy in Ann Arbor that, doesn't, that don't exist elsewhere necessarily uh, in most places, I think. 
is the privacy ordinance, ELO and right to renew. I don't know what other ones exist um, that would be very relevant for a tenant, but all of those should have descriptions on there and they should specify this is just for the city of Ann Arbor. And also probably uh, I did meet somebody who lives outside, who lives technically in Ann Arbor, but outside of kind of like the highways that encompass Ann Arbor and those areas are not regulated, I guess, by um, city law is what the person in the, go ahead, Kristen, I don't want to misspeak. No, um, you're definitely on the right track. Lots of Ann Arbor addresses are actually in township, Ann Arbor Township, Sio Township, Ipsy Township. Um, and then they have their own governments, which probably, um, I think you're right, probably don't regulate rentals the same way the city of Ann Arbor does. So people can live super close and not be within the, the boundary of enforcement by rental housing. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how many people are in that strange situation where they have an Ann Arbor address but don't follow the laws. Um, but if there's an easy way to check, maybe that could be incorporated into the website. That's an idea. And also, uh, one other thing that maybe could go on the website is uh, I know that, that with the early leasing ordinance, there's references to time points that are certain numbers of dates from the end of the lease. 150 days and 180 days um and there's specific things that have to happen by those time points i was it, it might be interesting to see if we can have a very simple program on the on the website uh that you say okay when does your lease end type in that date like a little calendar and then it says okay before this time period your landlord must make you an offer and then you know a interactive way to um, tell you what is supposed to happen by what time point according to ann arbor law I like that a lot. I also think maybe just for all policies, well, maybe this would only be like the Ann Arbor specific ones we're talking to, we're talking about um, as like thinking about it being as digestible as possible. Like a, I like a timeline idea. I like a chart that's like steps you need to take and then steps they must take. And just like anything that can be a checklist or like what Zachary said, like gives you the time or date I think would be helpful. Um, yeah. Okay, since we're at 7.30, I want to go over a few things that we, like some ideas that we already have. So we've talked about making sure that the language is simplified, like whether it's new laws, rights, whatever's in the housing code and various like booklets, we just wanna make sure it's not like legal jargon. Uh, so that people who don't have the knowledge can understand and exercise their rights. We've talked about a packet of materials online as well as like easy to print and distribute so that people can find information in one place because right now we it's all scattered. Uh, Hannah, you also mentioned specific, basically links to various places so that like based on the issue, there's like as much as possible, we can direct people to some like, solutions or some steps that they can take. Uh, we've talked about, um, Zach, you mentioned the calculator. Um, Hannah, you also mentioned, we don't, again, like, just to emphasize that it shouldn't just be digital because a lot of 
like people might prefer physical copies. Uh, just thinking of, I guess, accessibility. Um, have I missed anything so far? I think I'm just going back to what everyone has shared about how you find information. I know AJ, you mentioned it's a mix of online and in the past, if you've asked your landlords, they've also shared some information with you. Uh, Hannah, you mentioned that you have actually like dug in and found that uh, like you've defaulted to state information and I found that the local stuff kind of spreads more like word of mouth based. Kristen, you also mentioned that chapter 105 specifically is important and is kind of hard to digest. So that's certainly like one resource that we could uh, link people to also. I don't really see it on our webs on like on the rent tenant resources website even. It's just it's its own thing that I know I access because of like the housing research work that I've been doing. Have I missed anything big? Like we have more time so we can brainstorm more, but um, also one more thing. We've talked about, Zach, you mentioned the address issue. Like it's complicated because sometimes it can be an Ann Arbor address, but we don't know which laws would apply to them. Uh, what is a way to know for sure? I know that there's that Ann Arbor dynamic map and that's like ward level information. And I do know if I put an address in there, sometimes it becomes clear that it's actually outside Ann Arbor. Um, is that one way? Uh, if so, it could be on the website. Be like, search where your address is, and you'll see if it's within the boundaries or no. Like for a tenant to in, do their own research. There is a map like that. I can add it to um, the Renters Commission webpage. Um, it comes up all the time um, with lots of other city business. So it is a, it's definitely an issue for people, so. <clears throat> I'll share my screen quickly. Is it, so I, I know that this map exists where like I could put my address and put my old address maybe, whatever. So like if I type in something, it just like zooms into the specific like ward. Uh, but if it's outside, like say Pittsfield or something, it'll, it'll just be outside the border. So then it becomes clear to me. Uh, but if, if there's any other map, I think that is something we could also have there. I just want to leave some time for others to share if I missed anything so far. No, I think that's good. I think that could also always be like a step one in our materials too. Like if we're talking about a local ordinance, make sure that your address is, this is applicable to your address. Um, Oh, I don't mean to get ahead of, we're talking about content, but do we have like a list? This might be a Kristen question. Do we know where we're allowed to like leave educational materials for the public? Is that like literally only city offices? Can that just, can we canvas? Can we like just ask businesses? How does that work? I can find out. We definitely, um, there'd be no issue with making resources available at city hall. Um, but I know that's not where, you know, people don't do a ton of in-person business, especially like rental, like renter issues. So I can find out and see if there are any rules against it um, or what, if there's any guidelines. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Zach, I think you'd mentioned initially 
that we should be thinking about distribution simultaneously because that might also inform how we design materials if it's all connected so uh, i was wondering if we if you all have any like vision of what some attractive easy to digest materials could look like like uh, it need not be about housing but if you've looked at other guides in the past and felt like oh this was actually helpful for me to understand um, do anything does anything come to mind a magnet not our only thing but like a <laughs> fridge magnet because that's where I always get like here's your utility services and that's why I refer to to like call DTE or something like that that's really interesting I know that for me, sometimes like little booklets like zines and stuff are helpful because they're, there's some design element, but also it's like very simplified. Um, and there's always something at the back, like follow this link or email this person to know more, but it's like that a way to draw me in when it comes to an issue that I don't know much about. And zines are just yeah, like- Oh, I'm sorry, AJ, you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think booklets are great, but it seems like from personal experience, it seems like I'm always finding booklets and I and I look at the back to see the date. And, and then I raise it raises questions about is any of this actually current because it's usually two or three years at least old. And so I feel a lot more confident when I actually get a reference to a link and I can go online. And somehow I feel even if it's not more up to date, I feel that it actually is. And so I think that um, maybe some discussion around, you know, maybe you vary that, you know, for particularly touchy legal aspects, maybe you do want to reference them to uh, whatever website information we have available. And maybe the more simplistic ways and short lists can be, can be handled in, in booklets. Mm -hmm. I agree with that because I feel like booklets are like that's not a lift that's going to happen every year and maybe that means agree with all the links and like online when we have a list to make sure it says in that list like this web page updated on this date like that we can put that in parentheses or ask communications to or something so people feel like more comfortable when they visit the website too. Kristen, when it comes to website design, uh, do you know who is in charge of that? I think you're muted. So um, I'll, I'll do any of the web page updates. The, right now, the city's website is pretty limited for what we can do. Like we talked about that calculator. I don't know what, um, I'd have to check in with IT to see what's possible. Um, but I will do all of the formatting and navigation, and I definitely um, like would do whatever you all wanted. Um, 
And then also the city is updating their website pretty soon. I think they're rolling it out. I would, I don't know the timeline, but I know that it's in the works and I know that it's supposed to be a really big improvement. Um, so I can try to find out more about that too. But does that answer your whole question? What was your? Mm, I was just wondering if it would be possible to be there when you edit it oh. to like help guide it. I don't know. Um, yeah. Or just help out. I guess. Yeah, definitely. We do um, like share my screen while I'm in it. Yeah. For okay. Sure. Right. I was wondering if we could look, take a quick look at the city website to see what's there and if there's something that in our experience like exists, but people for whatever reason don't know of it. Like I know, for instance, there is a process around maintenance issues, which a lot of tenants don't seem to know about. I don't know about a lot actually. I don't have a number, but I want to add really quickly that the rental housing, um, these pages, rental housing um, manages and updates. So we won't have, we, it would, it would probably take a little bit longer to get changes made just because it would go to another department. I wouldn't be able to just go back to my desk and do it. Um, so the renters commission, I do, but any of these um, would be rental housing. Okay, so it mm. seems just to clarify, like a quick, relatively quick, or it's something that's more in our control is that we could, for example, share a link to this detailed how to file a complaint resource on the Renters Commission website, like just a link that takes people here. Um, I think it's fairly straightforward, but if there's a way to, this is just an example, like if this could be simplified in some kind of graphic, like these are the steps. This is just a, like a mini example that I'm sharing of a case where the steps are already outlined and it's just a matter of making the tenants find it easily and actually follow it. Uh, do you feel like that's something, maybe it's already there and sorry if I missed that, but uh, like on rental commission website could be specifically like FAQs, like what do I do if I'm having maintenance issues? And like, here's a link around filing complaints. I think that's great. I don't think there'd be any issue with that. Um, you're not creating any new information that would require rental housing to like review it before it was posted or anything. Um, so if you did an infographic, I think that'd be fine. Okay, yeah. That, so in terms of, what we saw from the green housing uh, in, sorry, Zach. Oh, no, you, you can keep going. I think I was saying just mapping out, like if we started from the green rental housing, like long list, a lot of people said maintenance and it's like, well, we do have some steps for maintenance. It's a matter of like them reviewing this information and actually taking action. So that's like one way of approaching tenant education to my mind where we just start posting links on the rental housing website like this is what's already there make sure it's on the website so that's one track that i see yeah zach 
Um, one second. Oh, there you go. So two things. Number one, let me see. Okay, I'm sharing my screen here. I noticed if you go to commission, uh, so, okay. I was just trying to see how, what's, you know, how do you navigate to the renters commission website? Um, so you go to the, I'm in the homepage for the Ann Arbor city government. I go to democracy, go to boards and commissions. And then they have all the commissions and boards and committees. And then go down to renters commission down here. But if you click on this, it brings you to here, which is it, it, you can't then navigate to the Renters Commission website. Um, and just want to ask of you, Kristen, if it's possible. I noticed that some, uh, that some of these commissions, oh my gosh, how did I? Oh, I've gotten lost. <laughs> uh, so some of these commissions, th they have the link up here, but then they you, you read down, it says, for more information, visit. And then, then they have the official website of the like the airport advisory committee, for example. And I was wondering if we could have our website link down at the bottom of this description. It's a very small thing, but might help people navigate to our website better. Absolutely. And also in in here, I wonder if it'd be good to um, have a link towards the the top about rent the. Uh, to the rental housing website, since that's very relevant. Um, uh, yeah, well, I'll find it there. But that that would make sense to have to direct people from our website also to the rental housing, where it has a lot of other information. I don't know what you guys think about that. It's a great idea. I think makes navigating for particularly for someone who's potentially being overwhelmed makes it a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds good. Um, a question that I probably know the answer to and that it's no. Kristen, can we make our URL any better? <laughs> um, like we can't, cause it's a city website I know. Like we can't make it like annarborrenters.org or something, right? Like it's gonna stay like boards, commissions, blah, 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 blah. I think right now you can find it by doing a2gov.org slash renters commission. Um, that is still pretty long. We wouldn't be able to do it through the city, but if you wanted to create a short link, like a bit.ly kind of thing, that would be fine to include that on materials or even on the website. Um, I don't know, that's my fault. I think just the a2gov.org slash renters commission wasn't working for me, but I'm probably just spelling oh. commission wrong. That's probably just me. I always just Google it because it didn't work for me once. Two M's, two S's. <laughs> I have this problem too. Uh, but yeah, that, that is actually pretty convenient that I realized that a2gov.org forward slash renters commission, all, you know, all lowercase one word that works. That could be edited. Um, IT changed that from just like a, like the super long one, but I don't think there'd be any issue if you wanted to make it shorter, like slash RC or something like that, or, or renter info or something. Yeah. yeah. I like renters. Maybe that's a vote, not up to me, but I like a2gov, a2.gov slash renters. Um, Wait, no, that already exists. Oh, is that for the renting housing like website? 
No, I think this is this is part of the Office of Sustainability and Innovations under they have a whole section about renters. That's really funny. But also the bit.ly is a good point too. Like especially if we're doing some kind of communications campaign or something like renters 2022 or 2023 or something that could go there. That's sounds good too. It's interesting that this came up because its sustainability website also seems relevant. Uh, it has specific tips for what renters can do um, for, to reduce energy use. I guess someone was interested in that in the, the green pair. Um, since we have, I mean, it's 7.51, given what we've discussed so far, I was wondering if there are some next like concrete tasks that we could identify and then like park some more topics for another meeting. One thing that comes to my mind is since we have some control over the renters commission website itself, like what are some, some important links that could go there? And that, that might need a little bit of digging around, but I think we could, what's a good way to, maybe, like, Kristen, do you think it should be a Google Doc with some, here's the, whatever, like, this is the topic, this is the link that we think might be a good resource, and then it goes through some review so that we know it's the right thing, like, it's accurate. And of course, like, I think this should, like, the whole commission can review it. What does, how do you, what do people think about that? I think that's fine. I, I like that because then you can kind of draft your own language if you want to, if you wanted to say something specific um, to go with the link. Um, I think that's a good method too for sharing if you made an infographic or anything like that, you could also include it in that document and I could put it on the web page. Just put in a ticket to be able to have subsites on the Renters Commission webpage. You'll, if you're on the city website, a lot of the times they're kind of on the uh, left-hand side, there's just more tabs probably on that sustainability page. Right now, the Renters Commission page doesn't have that. Um, so the option would just be like one long page. So um, once we get some tabs going, you can maybe sort by topic or something. Thank you. I like I like that link to the Google Doc for topics idea, um, which I think that's a good one. Um, and can help after it's reviewed, like with like people feeling comfortable that things are updated and links aren't broken anymore and stuff. I know that in a past meeting, I think it was John Dreiser who mentioned that so far we've talked about the last two pieces or the very last part of the housing code, which is uh, section 8, 530, that's lease agreements and entry to show residential premises. But there's a lot of other things above that. Um, I don't know. He's he felt like education there would be helpful. So this is the housing code and there's all of these chap like sections within chapter 105. 
it's possible that these things are already in the handbook. I don't know, but do you feel another step could be just reviewing the handbook and seeing if it's if there's anything that's missing from it that's in here that people need links to? I don't know. I was wondering if there's anything we could do like these parts of the housing code. Just a lot of information here. Like that's a really vague, broad question, but basically if there's a little more research, like reading to be done, should that be another task? Like just reading, someone reads the housing code, someone reads the handbook and we find like very like important parts that we think tenants would like to know. I think that that's a really good idea, actually. Um, and I think it is important that we all at least skim the housing code. There's a lot of stuff in there, like the definition of a basement versus a cellar that I don't think we need to necessarily know. We're not the inspectors. Um, but I would I, I, definitely the handbook. It's it's pretty, it's not a bad read, you know, uh, not too long and not legalese. Um, and I think if you could skim the um, the housing code all you have to do to find it is search ann arbor um city code um do, let me see one moment yeah so this is the first link that came up when i searched ann arbor city code um just if you ever need to reference it it's under title eight it says building regulations or building renting, then housing code. That's what we want. Go to the housing code and it starts here, um, 8500, and it goes all the way down to 8530. Uh, actually, hmm. Oh, has that has the right to renew ordinance not been put in here yet? Um, things are added to Muni code on a I don't know what the calendar is for when updates are made to it, but it I don't think it's super frequent. I can find out. Um, I guess if you know of a better way to reference the code, it's more up to date. Please yeah, do this, this would be the best way for the complete code um, for chapter one and five. Um, we could link also to the ordinance, like a PDF for 8531. Um, like if we're linking to this and to the, so we have the complete thing on the renters commission page. Um, I'll also find out when that gets updated. Okay, just just curious. Um, yeah, that's all. Okay, thanks Zach. I had one, this is probably something for another meeting, but here's, there's some formats that have been followed in other places. So this is Seattle, government, housing. They have no tabs, it seems like. like it's all on one page. And there's just a few hyperlinks for Maine, like some important regulations. So while the Muni code is being updated, we could potentially have some links, like the right to renew law, with a simplified like, infographic or something to supplement it. Uh, but again, as a next step, I was just looking at some websites that have, you know, just some links and guides. 
this is New York Housing Preservation and Development. Uh, some handbooks, some FAQs. So maybe if we read through a few resources, we can some we could also discuss the formats that could work given the functionality of the website. Those are really awesome, Richard. Thank you so much. I, can you send those out to uh, everyone in the meeting? I think would be helpful. I'd at least like to look at those. Um, and I saw something there about different languages, and that's something we haven't talked about yet. I don't know. Um, actually, it's actually it said fourteen different languages. I know. <laughs> I don't know if we need to endeavor to do fourteen different languages, but uh, it might be helpful to pick the most common foreign languages in the city of Ann Arbor, city of Ann Arbor and see just look into translation services for any kind of resources. But that's down down the line quite a bit. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Okay, so I am happy to read the housing code and maybe highlight some things that stand out to me that I feel like, but that would be, I know it's biased, it would be my perspective, but I can put some, like, I don't know, copy and paste some key points in a shared document, something like that, where that we can all look at later when we meet again. Uh, there's also the tenant landlord handbook. We don't have to decide right now. I feel like that's another task. Like read, reading and seeing what's like key. I'm sure there's overlaps also in both places. But I think they're worth like read. So we could potentially link people to the housing code online. Uh, yeah, Zach. I, guess, I, I don't know if this is the, the right group of people to take this on, but um, I don't want to put too much on our plate here, but I know that we've talked about up starting the process of updating that booklet. Um, Kristen, you have any, I guess we really should postpone this for the next discussion for the next meeting, but um, should we start looking into that or uh, is that something that you guys are looking into on the staff side? Um, a little bit of both. Staff is really excited that the Renters Commission wants to kind of take this on. Um, yeah. To like, like we've been saying to, make changes to the handbook there needs to be a charter amendment for the city charter which um would make the most sense to take place in november of 2024 um and so the work to get started in order for it to go to a vote um kind of goes about a year before that so we're looking at kind of the end of 2023 to really get to really get it together um for making those changes. I know it seems like a long time away, but it is kind of the way it is for this process. Uh, let me see if I understand it, Kristen. So we would need to be in a position roughly a year from now with what suggested changes to that book that we would make to the committee for approval. Is that correct? Yeah, so uh, my understanding is that city council would put, um, kind of like put forth the proposed the proposal to be on a ballot for people to vote for. Um, and then the renters commission would do the background work before city council kind of put the changes forth for that. I can find out more about timelines um, 
and the exact process I'm working. Um, I met with the city clerk earlier this week to talk about it a little bit to put together a presentation for the renters commission for probably early in 2023. I is there, Kristen? I don't know how other commissions do it. Uh, is there a good practice for sharing? working documents, a Google Drive or something else? I think that's fine. The Google Drive would be fine. Okay. And I don't know about like document ownership, but for instance, like I might create something in my drive. As long as I guess I share it with people, like if whenever my term ends, I'm just thinking of a system that can be handed over to future. I think it's fine even if like one of us starts a Google Drive folder, as long as everyone's has editing permissions, you can always add and remove people every time. Should, would it be okay if we got one started? I can drop this talk, like whatever agenda I'd made. Kristen, I was also making like some notes and I added some links to the things that I shared. So we could have that in a shared drive and things like that. I think that's great. See that we are at, I think it's eight, little past eight. Are there some, like in the agenda, I'm just looking at what we covered. So we looked at the work plan, we discussed how we find stuff, what would we like to see in, a, in some tenant education, materials, where can we pull information from? What are some complications? Zach, you mentioned the address, you know, who is in Ann Arbor, who is not. We looked at some other people's like, existing websites. Um, what new contributions can we make? Uh, I put some points there. How should we format it? I think we've talked about pros and cons of booklets, definitely updating the website, adding links. How do we want to dis disseminate materials? Um, Hannah, you'd asked about canvassing, collaborating, and I think Kristen, you had said you can find out um, who we can collaborate with, like what are ways in which we can disseminate this, I guess. If you want, Hannah, you can repeat the question or Kristen, you can repeat if it's okay. What the, what, what a takeaway was. I think Kristen said she'd help us look into where we are allowed to disseminate physical um, copies of things beyond city um, hall. Got it. We didn't, I think we talked a little, I don't know if we talked about funding or not, but what resources are available to us to pull off anything, like what's what's feasible. Maybe we can discuss in another meeting, but I'd put that on the agenda. Um, yeah, and some next steps were ready links that could be shared on the website. Maybe we compile those. Um, then reading the housing code, reading the tenant landlord handbook, thinking about updating it as well as a, something further down the line in 2023 and organizing our work or shared drive. Have I missed something? Is this a, I might not attend the December 15th meeting, by the way. So I'm sure you all can summarize all of this when the commission, when commissioners meet the regular meeting. Is that fine? 
Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you for making all those documents and folders. Um, I guess if there's just like one document that shows what people are going to read through and like maybe where we can drop those main points, I would be happy to contribute to that document. And I don't know, maybe it's just like a big working document, like compiling the links, compiling the information. Um, and I can work on that winter break easily. That sounds good to me, actually, like one master document and we all work on it. Any thoughts, AJ, Kristen, Zachariah, just on the summary? Nothing more <clears throat> for me, no. No, thank you very much, Richard, for facilitating. All right. Uh, do we need to set? I'm sure like we can do it over email, but in the new year, if we were to regroup and talk, I'd be happy to participate. I guess we can plan asynchronously. Kristen, what do you think of the next step? I think um, all of that makes sense. I think that um, you're doing a great job facilitating this um, and kind of wrapping it up at the end. I like the, I like that you're recapping. I think that's helpful for this group because there's there's you go through a lot uh, sometimes at the meetings. Um, were you wondering about setting a future meeting or did you guys want to uh, deal with that later? Your next meeting after December will likely be January 19. Mm -hmm. Do you prefer meeting before your regular meeting? That way you can kind of report out or do you want to kind of play play by ear scheduling? Uh, I think if the default is just January 19th, you said, wait, is that for the main Redress Commission? Yeah, yep. Um, so if we did the two, if you did the Tuesday before, it'd be January 10th. Zach, you're traveling, right? For a bit. I'm traveling uh, later in the month. I think the week of, they have something on January 10th, I recall, but yeah, before the meeting is all right with me. We do just want to keep in mind, we have a break coming up. So realistically, like, I think we can touch base on whatever we discussed today. Like it doesn't have to be done. I don't think, I don't know how much of the housing code I'll get through, but uh, I think we could definitely check in. Sounds good. Okay. Great. I think we should attempt to match Seattle's 14 languages. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just I'm honestly kidding. curious what those like, I don't know. Can I name 14 languages? <laughs> it's so many. Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. I think it would be helpful for one of you or as a group um, to prepare a little bit of an update for the meeting next week um, to let them know what you uh, worked on today. And then also that will help keep in the loop um, anyone who couldn't attend today. So I'll be sure to have uh, time for that next week. Richard, do you feel comfortable doing a summary since you facilitated? I'll try to attend the next meeting. I can write a little oh. 
Oh, you told you okay. Gotcha. Write up a, a mini paragraph, definitely. Thank you. I think that's it from me. Yeah. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Thank Bye, you. Everyone. Thanks. Bye all.